Hey, it's Obligatory Podcast, episode 35 with Kermit and Mike. Uh, if you don't know, you should know. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. If you want to see us, you can check us out on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. And I think that's pretty much it. And did hey, get, Mike. Did you get Podbean? Oh, and our pod, our provider, of course, Podbean. I thought I was you doing always, so good. I always was like, miss, yeah, I got it. I got it. Podbean. Dang it. It's like everything they've done for us. All right. They were with us when we were no ones, Kerm. And now we're someones? No. No? Yeah. What's up, man? <laughs> oh, man. Just uh, just kind of settling in. Very relaxing. Just kind of a chilled vibe today. Chill no real vibe? stress. Yeah, I don't yeah. know why. I'm just kind of, uh, we did a little bit of talking before the show, and now I'm just like, I haven't had it. Haven't had too much sugar today. I'm not bouncing around. It's uh, just, okay. uh, just a very relaxed day. How about you? Uh, busy day like always, but you know. I'm still I'm still like recapping from last night's show. Yeah. From the, we did a we did an open mic. Now I guess it's an open mic slash showcase. Yeah, like the first uh the first half's an open mic. Oh, it was definitely an open mic. Yeah. First half's <laughs> an open mic and the last part they kind of do a booked thing yeah they gave you got they you were the headliner i had a good agent you got it <laughs> you got me the gig i got you the gig. yeah it was it's it's a cool little room it's the attic door out in uh when a guy when a god in florida nice yeah. little downtown posh area and uh i think last time we were there there was standing room only people were sitting on the floor there was like 120 people easy and i think marcus crespo was closing out that yeah night. and uh i just went over there check it out ended up doing a few minutes and then this time around, uh, what would you say? Maybe 50, 40, 40, 40? I was going to say 40. 40, 50? Still a good size. Yeah, it, just it was wasn't, fun. It wasn't slap. What happened was they didn't they didn't advertise. Oh, I thought they were advertising over on uh, OB station and everything. They did, but I think it just got out a little bit too late. Oh. So it's okay. cool, man. They're going to do it once a month, last Monday of every month. Well, that was the other thing, too. They took off like two months before that's what ruined it. it and like so, you need to have that consistency right something i guess up. i don't know why he did that mm. but i mean hey it's not my room no, whatever it's a nice room fun time could use a spotlight definitely we're yeah. doing it in dark. but uh henry bullard it's henry bullard over there that's running it right i don't know his last name i believe that's his name <laughs> okay but i mean the audience that was there was great uh they were really fun you know well at least for me no they're good i just find it funny like like when when because it's it's Winter Garden is very white. <laughs> I think it's safe mm-hmm. to say that. And uh, man, there was a lot of drunk people there last night. Yeah, yeah. We were standing outside. I was selling merch, shaking hands, signing babies. <laughs> is that how it works? I guess. And uh, man, wh- when white people get drunk, their racism just flies out. Well, it brings out the truth of people, <laughs> oh, man. Because you and I were standing there talking to <laughs> another, uh, to an open micer who had uh, come out, and he happened to be Vietnamese. 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 And uh, for no reason whatsoever, this white chick and her husband come walking by. They were at the show and they look at me and they're like, you were great. And then she turns and says, like, who's this Chinese guy? Who's this <laughs> Chinese guy? And he was like, uh, uh with uh, no uh, irony in her voice whatsoever. Yeah, just was, like she was shocked to see. Like she's like, where's the, where's the takeout? What are you doing yeah, here? Why hey, are you out? dropped off the egg rolls. Get going. No loitering. <laughs> she was so disgusted. She was <laughs> two seconds guy. away from grabbing the corners of her eyes and stretching out and going, wing, wang, wing, no. You lost. Yeah. You lost. Yeah. Imagine if she had found out you were Puerto Rican and not white. Oh, all hell would have broken loose. Well, that's the thing. Oh, she, that's the thing. She was like, uh, was like, oh, you guys are a good sport. I get, you did, you did a uh, like over the like uh, throw them over the border joke. Oh, because you and Obi from K ninety two K ninety two were kind of sitting K ninety two three. Yeah, we're like sitting down front, and uh, I was just doing some crowd work type stuff, and like and, Obi was looking at me, and he was wearing an American flag T shirt, right? So shit went downhill from there. You were like, what did you say about his t-shirt? You're like, oh, you need to wear that shirt. That way they don't send you back over. Oh, yeah, because Winter Garden's <laughs> like so white or something. I'm like, yeah, with that color skin, you got to wear that American and, flag shirt to less. No, you're one of the good ones, you know? And that opened the Pandora's gate of like, oh, we can be racist tonight. And man, for they, who? For every, for the girl, not you. Oh, okay. We're talking about the, uh, the audience. The audience was like, oh, they were good sports. Yeah, they're good sports. Let's, let's but there was, there was quite a few uh, Latino people there last night. I'd say. Yeah, they're the workers. No. They're no. sure? No, I'm positive. There, like, Obi one. was down front yeah. and then they to the me. right. No, to the right, there was like a table of women that were all Latino. 
Oh, okay. They Maybe. have to be. She was like 13 and pregnant. <laughs> oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> she was pregnant. I was, yeah. like, I was like, hey, oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a girl you're looking at from across the table, and she's looking pretty cute. And you're like, hey, maybe we should go out sometime. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I'd like that. And she gets up to walk away, and you see the pregnant. Oh. You're like, ah, oh, man. Oh. <laughs> uh, whoop. Okay. Nope. Yeah, so that was our night last night, so, and then we just kind of coming down off of that. Yeah, and then, uh, you know, Friday and Saturday, I was out at a Porky's Comedy Club. I love that room. It was great, man. It was great. It, it wasn't packed out both nights. It was about a little over half both nights, but it was my first time going through there, and they just run a really good room. It was a lot of fun. Vinnie Barber and Eric Helson over there, they put together a pretty nifty little room in st cloud which i thought i'd never say so <laughs> yeah what grows in st cloud nothing mm-hmm. nothing's in st cloud and then uh what you got coming up this week i got nothing this week but next week i'm at improv on With wednesday who? on wednesday what's going on over there tony black's doing a show oh nice man and i guess he asked if i wanted to be on the show so i was like yeah i don't even know why I- do they need a flyer <laughs> i think so a flyer and uh mc maybe i don't know We'll see what happens. But yeah, I'm on that show with I don't know who. But that's pretty much it. And then uh, I don't have any other shows that besides that, besides open mics like always. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> that that sounds simply amazing. I need to work. I got a lot of crap I need to work on. I'm not even working on it yet. So yeah. that's what's going on. Uh, yeah. Just uh, I guess we'll get through the comedy crap and then get into the podcast. Uh, this week, I'll actually be... Thursday at the Pont Vedra concert hall. In Pont Vedra? Vedra. It's Vedra or Verde. Vedra. No, one is Vedra. Down, Vedra or Verde. No, there's two different places. One's named Pint, Pint Vedra and one's named Pint Verde. And one's down near Miami and one's up near Jacksonville. I'm at the one near Jacksonville. Put at the de Pont Verde concert <laughs> hall with uh, Louis Anderson. Yeah, Louis Anderson. And then I'm at the Capitol Theater in Clearwater, Florida, Friday, September 28th, with Mr. Louis Anderson. And then uh, Fort Lauderdale on Saturday, the 29th, at the Broward Center with Mr. Louis Anderson. And then uh, I'm at the Key West Theater and take a guess where? With Louis Anderson? Oh, where? Yeah. I don't know anything about Key West. At the Key West Theater. Oh. <laughs> with like, Louis Anderson. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a fun night, of course. Uh, a fun night. Fun few nights. Uh, Louis Anderson, of course, uh, from Life. It was... Uh, Life with Louis. Life with Louis or Lil Louis? What was the name of the cartoon? I want to say Life with Louis, but Life I could be wrong. Louis, horrible yeah. trivia. And uh, also coming to America. And uh, he hosted Family Feud for, for quite a few years. And he was in Coming to America with Eddie Murphy, and uh, I think two two seasons ago, he won an Emmy for his work on Baskets with Zach Galifianakis and Galifianakis. Uh, Louis C.K. So, <laughs> why'd you why'd you make the face when you say Louis C.K.? Because Louis C.K. is no longer a part of the FX Baskets family. Like he helped develop, produce, and create the show, but due to Louis C.K.'s current situations, they have cut he has permission. <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh speaking of which uh how'd that work how, how's bill cosby doing today dude i didn't think he was i thought he was gonna get away with you didn't it didn't think he'd ever see jail time no no sentenced to three to ten years no three to ten years and of course all the memes started coming out today oh the open mics are gonna mm. be flooded with bill cosby oh, jokes like like they haven't been for a few years now but is he going to Jello, Jello. Eh, eh. Someone said is pudding pop considered a contraband. Someone else said is pudding pop going to be his prison name. But <laughs> eh, <laughs> eh. <laughs> yeah, so that's going to be oh, slamming. Left and isn't right. he like legally blind now? Oh, he could see when he when he thought he was getting out. <laughs> you notice that no. he, his eyes went straight. Oh, no, and now he no. now now he's going back to jail. Now he's claiming he's blind and all the uh, crap. Well, no matter, he's going to end up in like one of those. Bill Cosby goes to jail and Tiger Woods wins. You, you hear about that one? Tiger winning the... Yeah. Yeah. Dude, the power of pussy. Mm. He started getting new pussy again and he won. Is that what it is? Of course that's what it is. Mm-hmm. What do you think? It's because he hard work? Determination. No. Work it's new that. pussy. New pussy makes you work harder. You ever wish you had been a golfer? I, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. I would have been a caddy. You would have been. I would have been a caddy. You're more caddy size. I'm more caddy size. I would have yeah. popped out of the bag and handed mm. him the clubs and popped back in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. You you would have been dude like 
better in horse racing. Like yeah. a jockey? You would have been a great jockey. Nah, man. You scared of horses? Yeah, I would yeah. not do so that. Maybe you could just hold the lantern on my lawn. <laughs> yeah. I hear noises at night. It'd be nice to see you come out, see you in white pants and a green shirt, just with like one of those little oil lamps going, it's okay, Mr. Hell. Hey, you get back on in the house. I got to cover that. Yeah, I do. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how lawn jockeys. <laughs> that's how lawn jockeys That should thought? be your Halloween costume this year. You should be a lawn jockey. A lawn jockey. You should be. I'll think about it. Please. I'll put a pen in it. Please. I'll put a pen in Please. it. Please. What is that is that is that your first is that your first choice of Halloween costumes for me? I didn't even think about it. Oh, I just okay. assumed that you always spend every Halloween with like a colorful rug over you and like those like shot glass bandoleros or whatever and two <laughs> bottles of tequila with a holster and a sombrero and a, and a fake mustache because you can't grow a full one. Oh, see, that, that had hurts. to go there. You had to go there. I gave you lawn jockey. I gave you an option. Lawn jockey was fine, but you had to shit on the facial hair. This is this is seven years going. coming in, coming, coming in, in nicely. Coming in. <laughs> Screw you, man. I work hard on this. You're the only guy who could get stranded on an island for like eight years, and when we pick you up, you're totally clean shaven. <laughs> man, how long did you say eight years? Eight years. Got a clean, got a clean shave though. Oh clean. man. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, did you see the? Uh, did you see Trump getting laughed at? At the United at the Nations UN? today, what a douchebag! Oh, dude, I'd kill for that amount of laughter. He was like, he was like, oh, I wasn't expecting that response. I was like, yeah, because you're a douche. yeah, because you're not in the U.S. anymore with your press secretaries, you know, keeping the reporters at bay. Yeah. You're on the world stage, and people are like this fuck right here. Yeah, that was oh, great. Oh, dude, yeah, I wish I had video of that man, but it was freaking great. Yeah, he said something. Is like, uh, the U.S. is in the best. We've done more in my two years of administration that mostly any administration more more than most any industry you know was it was like his inauguration speech again where he's just like this has been the largest crowd ever assembled yeah and you just see specks of people dude he he must have felt like such a douchebag when they're laughing at him he doesn't care dude he just rolled on he like laughed it off like he meant to get that laugh yeah yeah my administration has accomplished more than almost any administration in the history of our country (laughs) america's so true. <laughs> Didn't expect that reaction, but that's okay. <laughs> what an ass cow. What an asshole. And then he, st- he started going on citing. And I'm sure like tomorrow, smarter people than I will have fact checked everything he just said. But like you said, we already started construction on a wall. And uh, really? Because I thought we were still in that nobody was going to pay for it stage. He was still trying to get funding. I didn't know we put up Man, one. How are you going to? One support beam. I didn't know we even. I didn't know we went out with the spray cans and even started marking shit yet. You can't. First off, who's going to build the wall? That's the ongoing joke. Mm. The Mexicans are not going to build the wall. So who's going to build it? Because sure hell ain't going to be white people. White people ain't going to do that shit for free. You crazy? <laughs> You're freaking crazy. Oh, man. Oh, our country. Oh, yeah. Real quick, I meant to say uh, shout out to Crespo Cinema. Oh. Crespo Cinema Podcast. I was on their podcast this past Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, man. We had a good time. Cool. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know they just talk about movies. And then they they threw me under the rug. They did like a trivia game. Mm-hmm. Oh, they destroyed me. Like, I didn't know anything about movies. What movie? Like, was it just one specific movie or just No, so it movie? was pretty funny because what they do is uh, they'll take movies like Die Hard, right? Mm-hmm. And Die Hard in Germany, mm-hmm. it's same movie but different title. So it'll be right. like Skyscraper, right? And like Skyscraper one. So they'll say the titles and then the name of the actors, and I had to guess. Oh, uh, what the movie was was against some uh, against the other guy. His name is Drew, and he was this like rapid fire. Who this is like what he does? Yeah, and I'm just like, why? Why are you? Why am I here? I got like one point. Well, maybe research the show before you go on. No, I knew what the show was about. I didn't realize they're gonna do trivia on me and then like throw me in games and I was just like, I'm losing everything here. So yeah, I didn't really represent obligatory podcast well as far as winning. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. We're not known for our movie knowledge here. Okay, good. I mean, uh didn't we uh didn't we call uh <laughs> Sarandon <laughs> Who? Didn't we call Sarandon McCain like Senator McLean, John McLean. Oh, just Senator like, McLean. Yeah, then we, and then like two weeks later, he passed away because <laughs> he's dealt with a lot in life. But us not getting his, his name, name right, right on the obligatory podcast <laughs> was the final nail in the coffin. 
Uh, we hold a lot of weight in Washington. That's all you were there, man. Yeah. Oh, you hear about this? Uh, uh, this uh, rapper who I never heard of before today, this Lil Xan. Like, basically Xanax, but like shortened. I want to say, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. To sound cool and not that old yeah. guy bitching about hip hop back in the day. Yeah. But no, I, I know of him. I don't know anything about him. I don't know his yeah. songs. Nothing. So apparently he went on... Uh, he went on Instagram like today and he was posting pictures and videos. He took a trip to the emergency room and uh, it turned out the reason he went to the emergency room was he ate too many hot Cheetos. What? Hot Cheetos. Like, like yeah. The not, little, that's not a drug. That's actual, no, no, like the actual that, chips. That's the snack. Like the chip. <laughs> the <laughs> what, spicy, hot. Oh, he's just in know, the hospital. Thing. No, he was in the hospital because apparently it caused like ulcers or tore his stomach lining. Yeah, because that shit's like not he, good for he you. He was throwing up, puking a little <laughs> yeah, bit of blood. Good for him. And I'm just like, I, I hate. Nah, I'll be the old guy. You know, dude, when I was coming up, rappers, 50 Cent, shot nine times, still lived. <laughs> Younger rappers taken out by a bag of hot Cheetos. Oh my gosh! Oh, I'm sure that happened too back in the day. But everybody like paid their publicists to keep bitch stuff like that out of the press. You know, you I can't I can't let my people think I'm soft. You know, <laughs> like you know, P Diddy went in for diabetes. Not hey. P Diddy. Uh, big Biggie. Uh, I was like, you think P Diddy's a hardcore rapper? <laughs> No, <laughs> that's funny. No, I was like, "What you think? Buster Rhymes has like uh, IBS? Like he's not gonna like? <laughs> he's like, I'm in the hospital for IBS. Mm. Rah, rah. No, that's probably more old, dirty bastard. But he died from drugs, right? Or no? Who did? How did ODB die? Is he dead? Oh my gosh! I yes, just, I just noticed he hasn't released anything. In a while. <laughs> he's been dead. Really? Yes. I didn't know. You know, Tupac's dead. What? No, that's you know, dead. Biggie's dead. Well, yeah, but Tupac's living down like Brazil. I've seen pictures. <laughs> you know, I don't know if I don't know if you believe that or not. I've seen him because you you always want to hold on to hope for some garbage. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? What, that's that's yeah. a pretty harsh statement. <laughs> it's just it's just a holding on to hope for no reason. I, what, if you don't you have believe, hope, in, you believe dude, he's alive, dude. If you don't believe that tomorrow is going to be better, why do you keep waking up? I ask, you should ask yourself that question. I got it. I got I got to be just delusional enough to believe things are going to get better. Otherwise, I'd just quit today. You know, if life was baseball, I would have been mercy ruled like years ago, man. <laughs> like, look, there's no coming back from this life. Let's just start over. Let's hit the reset. You Buddhists know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Is that reincarnation? I don't know. You don't, you don't even know you're saying shit? Buddhists are like the reincarnation people, right? Like I believe you so. You keep coming back as a different God, thing. dude. People are going to be like, yo, you have no idea what you guys are talking about. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, today, you know, on top of the whole Me Too thing with Bill Cosby, of course, now the Pope is finally saying like, hey, maybe we've been handling this raping kids thing a little wrong. You know? He's realizing that now. Yeah, like after he, uh, one of the uh, cardinals was reading off, like basically larger than the Bible. You know, their other favorite book of like police reports and investigations, and we're talking thousands of occurrences. You know, where it's just like the church has just paid off priests, moved priests around, everything else. And I used to do a joke about being an altar boy. I and, remember that joke. Yeah, uh, and basically it was along the lines of. Uh, you know, uh, my dad and I were watching 60 Minutes and this show came on about priests who have been mol- or altar boys who have been molested by their priests. And, <laughs> OK, uh, I turned to my dad. I'm like, man, I'm glad things were different when I was a kid. And he's like, why you say that? I'm like, I was an altar boy seven years. I never got molested. He's like, Mike, things weren't different. You were just a very ugly child, <laughs> you know, and it, it's a joke, but it's a joke on a couple. Number one, I was an altar boy. Number two, I was never touched. And then when all these things started coming out with these altar boys getting million-dollar settlements and stuff, I'm like, hmm. I don't know. I'm just saying. Maybe a million dollars would have been nice. But I think the thing I hate the most is I was doing a show in Bureau Beach, and I came off stage, and it was a great show, and people were coming up to the merch table and talking, and we were having fun. And the whole audience, there was probably about 300 people. And, you know, everybody had a good time. We had a good show. Everybody on the show did well. And this uh, older woman comes up to me, and she's like, what's your name? And I'm like, oh, Mike Hurley, here's my card and everything else. She's like, well, Mike, she's like, you don't need to be talking about uh, priests and molestation on stage. She's like, you need to stop doing that. I'm like, what do you mean? She's like, well, you got to understand some of us are Catholics and we don't care for that. 
And I'm like, you're talking to the wrong person. I'm like, look, I'll make you a deal right now. The day priests stop raping children is the day I'll stop telling jokes about it. And you would have thought she grabbed her little cross. You think she, she was going to have... Yeah. But seriously, it's just kind of bullshit because you don't see her. I guarantee the next day was Sunday. I guarantee she didn't go walking up like to the priest when you know she's leaving his show and going, hey... <laughs> Could you guys like not rape children anymore? You know, <laughs> fucking take it to the butcher, man. You want to know how the cows made? Take it to the butcher. You don't fucking deal with me, dude. I'm just, I'm just the guy handing out the hamburgers. <laughs> Mike, come to me. Mike, I need to show you something in the back. How come you sound like Dracula when you're trying? That's to be how. Here? That's how Catholics speak to the altar boys. Come, Mike. Okay. Young Mike. So now you can either be a lawn jockey, a Catholic priest, or, or tequila bandito. Come, it's Halloween. Lower your robe. Um. Oh my God. Is that what you've been doing? Like Mike. I, I've been sitting here trying to talk to you seriously <laughs> You're for such three an minutes. Ugly child, Mike. For three fucking <laughs> oh, minutes. Santa Mavara. I've been trying, and you've been so staring down your iPad. And now I realize, rather than being engaged in this conversation, you were just looking for some <laughs> shitty Catholic chorus music. Your hands and face are so ugly. Do not touch me or look at me. <laughs> Dude, it's not like I make fun of your religion, like when your people are cutting the heads off chickens and putting in pentagons. And to the Father, the Son, fuck and you the Holy and Spirit, you ugly motherfucker. You I'm sorry if we're being Catholic, I can't go to Walmart and buy prayer candles like your people. Clearance, dollar off, Santa Lupe, is that even a real place? Go home and talk to your father. Say nine hell memories and say, why are you so ugly? I, Hello, Christa. man. Welcome to Peru's Tools. <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> In Catholic confession, no. Bomba Cloud, what are you doing here? <laughs> Prick. Oh. Big news today's Will Smith's 50th birthday. You know what he did for his birthday? Get jiggy with it? Kind of. Uh he um I was trying to think of other songs. <laughs> he didn't I realize I don't know. He went summer summertime. <laughs> I'm so disappointed in everything you've said so far at this show. <laughs> he, like he all of up, it. He went upstate to live with his auntie in Bel Air. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> What else? Um, 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 he teamed up with Tommy Lee Jones, and now they're hunting aliens. I, I don't know. What else? Yeah, Wild Wild West? Went bungee jumping off a helicopter over the Grand Canyon. No, oh, that's a Will Smith move. That is a Will Smith move. And they did it live on YouTube. You could watch it like at 6 p.m. tonight for his 50th. And they had uh, Alfonso Ribeiro <laughs> like, hosting the whole event. Really? Oh, yeah, dude. And uh, you should have seen how scared he looked right before he jumped out of the helicopter. I'm like, come on, Will. You fought aliens, man. You've crashed a spaceship. You piloted into in this little helicopter jump. But then you saw him jump, and it was some scary-looking shit, dude. Did he do it in Miami? Where do you think the Grand Canyon is? Oh, I didn't. <laughs> I should have listened to that part. God damn it. <laughs> Oh, that was good. Oh. <laughs> they they have El Grand Canyon in you Miami. Know you, know, you know what I want to do one day? I'm just going to get you a map. Okay. And then uh, I'm just going to name off well-known locations. Oh, I got this. And you're just going to draw on the map where you think they are. Easy peasy. All right. I got this. All right. That, that I know. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm just going to give you a blank piece of paper and ask you to draw the state's Oh, no, no, that would be horrible. That, no, not draw. I, I, can I can point. No, I can't draw. No, that would be horrible. Utah. What states border Utah? Um, the ones around Utah. <laughs> Wait, that's um, Arizona? Uh, Arizona? No, not Cali. No, wait, where's Utah at? How about Minnesota? Name two states that border Minnesota. Um... Next. Pass. <laughs> there was no pass. pass. You want to call a friend? Call a friend. You want to go 50-50? Pass. Pass. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, here we go. Kentucky. Oh, uh, uh, Louisiana. No, wait. That's that's not a... <laughs> Tennessee. Tennessee. Did you just say Louisiana's yeah. not a state? No, no. Wait. I said that's down. I was down. No, but uh, Tennessee. Tennessee and uh, West Virginia. Is it? 
Yeah. Am I right? Am I right? I don't know any of these. You said I'm a bitch. I'm not. I just, you know, I just book a flight and it takes me where I'm going now, really. And when I'm driving, I just go north till I see the signs. Uh, speaking of which, Kevin White and I are going to be uh, October 4th and 5th. We're going to be in North Carolina on the 4th. And oh, I'm sorry, South Carolina on the 4th, North Carolina on the 5th, doing some comedy go- zone gigs. And uh, I don't know, man, because I'm looking at Facebook and there's still a lot of damage up there from the last hurricane. I was about I'm to say, what are you going to do it in a shack? What, where? That's, you're gonna go save some dogs hell, that's have you done gigs out. in north carolina that's yeah, usually where you're doing the gigs anyway <laughs> despite the hurricane <laughs> like man did the hurricane come back through no it's people been are like using this. five gallon buckets as seats pool tables as regular tables the stage is built from like just like lego pieces and plywood oh that's cute you think they have a stage <laughs> <laughs> you're over there we moved the hogs over there so you guys got a place to work Y'all play the banjo? We like that musical, fellas. Uh, I'm going to laugh when you get an email. Like, we don't appreciate you making fun of us. <laughs> we actually listen to your shitty podcast. That would be the oh. first people to send us an email. <laughs> Carry a pigeon? I don't know what they do. Be- besides Podbean sending us emails, go, you guys sure you want to keep doing this podcast? <laughs> we- no, we- we'll take your money. We're just, <laughs> we're not sure. We love you, could you probably Podbean. be, yeah. Uh, so took the kids to Universal Studios on Sunday, went to Universal and Islands of Adventure. Uh, Kevin White hooked me up with some free passes. You made it through the whole whole park? Uh, well, they have Halloween Horror Nights going on right now at Universal, so that park closes down at 5 o'clock to get ready for that. So we got there early, went and did Minions, the ride, over at Universal Studios, did Transformers, the ride at Universal Studios. And then hop the Harry Potter train over to Islands of Adventure and spend the rest of the day over there. And uh, when I say they did rides, basically I sat in the child swap holding on kids, one kid while their mom went with the other one. Oh, so you didn't get on any rides? I didn't get to do much cool I stuff. I didn't think your heart could take it anyways. Yeah. So. I'm, not, I'm not a... Are you a thrill ride guy? Do you like roller coasters and stuff like that? Yeah, I like them. Do you really? Yeah. I don't care for any of that. I, I, I'll do them. Like, I've never enjoyed them. Like, I'll go on when it's peer pressure. Like, when I'm with other people who want to do it. But, like, I've always enjoyed stuff more like Pirates of the Caribbean and the Haunted Mansion. Like, more like the showy type stuff. Oh, the bitch rides. Yeah, the bitch rides, I guess you would say. So you don't like doing roller coasters? I don't like roller coasters. Pussy. Really? Is that what makes a man? You're a pussy. But go ahead. No, you don't no, like roller coasters? I, I, I just think it's funny because I keep picturing what it would sound like if you had a mustache to change your voice up a little bit. But See? <laughs> That's cool. I don't like roller coasters. I don't like scary movies. I don't like scary things and things that make me go, mm. No, not at all. I'm not a fan. All right, man. I, I never know. pictured you as a thrill guy. <clears throat> yeah, man. I'm fucking hardcore. Really? Yeah, man. Have you gone skydiving? Fuck yeah. Liar. <laughs> You did a joke I did a whole about joke about it. Did a joke it. about it for three years, never went. And then found out it wasn't even your joke. Oh, wait. It was my joke. It was living my joke through someone else's experience. Who had seen another comedian do the joke. <laughs> that I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 what what we learn from this? That, 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 that hurt, You man. only write comedy. I dropped it. I'm not like some comedians that keep the joke and right, claim it. What I'm saying is it's so much better to do comedy that's comes from a real place right that was from a real place someone else's real place i watched him jump and i stayed on <laughs> you did not i swear to you no you did it yes i you, think you told me he told you the story I no we, i went to it and then i watched his dumb ass do it and i'm just like you gonna do it? I was like no i'm not gonna mm. do this crap okay well it's dumb i'm not gonna do i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna do bungee jumping mm-hmm. no you're not gonna on your 50th birthday you're not gonna we'll no. snip it out of a helicopter I'm I'm more impressed that Will Smith didn't shit his pants at fifty because fifties everything's got loose. Oh, I can't guarantee that didn't happen. He had that big <laughs> jumpsuit on and like everything locked in and they edited it away. They could have came back. Yeah. Little Hersey kisses in his yeah. underwear. But you know, uh you know what the kids really enjoy at uh Universal is still even like with Disney stuff, they love me and the characters, you know, which I think is crazy. Like people pay all this money to come wait on lines to take pictures with people in like costumes. I like you know? doing that. Yeah. You yeah. like doing that? I, I do, but number one, it's like, man, it can take a lot of time. You know, there's lines and you got to wait sometimes and stuff like that. And I just feel as like, 
I don't know. You don't like the you don't like the fact you can't see the guy that's behind the costume. No, I was a guy in the costume for a while. Like I oh, get no. I get that whole I side forgot. of it. Yeah. Dude, let's not bring this up. Oh no. I was <laughs> I was Buzz Lightyear. Oh, I was Rafiki. I was Eeyore. I was who else did I do? Buzz Lightyear, Rafiki, Eeyore, and Pluto. And they fired you because you I did claim, not get fired. Because you claim you I did, did not Toy get Story too. Fired. I left. I left, and they didn't even notice when I left. It was like two months later. I got a call. <laughs> they They're like, hey, we know she haven't shown up in like 60 <laughs> days. We got to do an exit interview with you. <laughs> they got exit interviews? They do. <laughs> Why are you leaving? Because I don't want to work. Okay. Goodbye. Pretty much. That's pretty much it. Oh, so they want to make sure you're not writing anything mean? They, yeah, they kind of want to make sure if you're leaving that there was nothing that... It was on their end that you're going to be suing for anything they could have prevented, everything else. It's just like a clean break. Thing. So what if you like made some story up? Like you just like just like what? Like, like oh no, I'm leaving because Jim used to touch me. Uh, Excuse me, what? And then they'd find out that wasn't true. But you just get up and leave. You don't think anything else. Oh, dude, there was. Uh, you ever hear this guy Brian Banks? I believe his name is professional no. football player. Mm-mm. Okay, I think he played a couple of seasons with the Falcons or something like that. But I was reading about it today. Uh, when in 2002, he was in high school and some girl accused him of rape. And he got sent, he was already had like a uh, full ride to some college or something like that. He was like the guy, high school big man, blah, blah, blah. And they sent him, he, he took a plea deal. He was like a young kid, like 16, 17. And basically his uh, attorney said, hey, if you go in that courtroom, they're going to see a big black teenager and just assume you're guilty. And that can go with 40 years, 40 years of jail. And But if you plead guilty, we can probably get you 18 months. Jesus. So he was crying. He was like, wanting to talk to his mom. And they're like, look, this is on the table for 10 minutes. And so he took, he's like, okay, I'll take the 18 months. Well, the judge gave him six years. Jesus. So Dope. But the whole time said, you know, professed that he was innocent, everything else, and then got out and uh, whatchamacallit, uh, he got a Facebook message from the girl, like wanting to be friends, and then she sent like, hey, just want to let bygones be bygones, and he got her to come into a private investigator's office that had like hidden cameras and everything else. And uh, she basically just outright said, she's like, I was young. I was stupid. We had just made out. He didn't rape me or anything oh like that. Oh, my God. And the private investigator was like, well, you know, can would you be willing to help clear his name? And she's like, well, you know, I'm all for helping clear his name because, you know, I want to, I want, you know, he didn't do anything. So he deserves not to have to suffer for it anymore. But, um, you know, if I have to give back any of the $1.5 million dollars. Because she, her mom, schooled the school, sued the school district, got a one point five million dollars settlement. What an evil bitch! Yeah, she's like, if I gotta give back any of that, I wouldn't want. I couldn't really get involved because that would take like a really long time, and like that tape got handed over to the district attorney, and of course they, you know, cleared all charges against him, and now they're going after her for the one point five plus another like one point eight million in legal fees and everything else. And I always wonder when people sue someone who has nothing, where do they think that money's coming from? Like that woman could work every shift at McDonald's every week for the rest of her life. Damn, you dude, she, did, she wouldn't go to jail for that? Well, that was that was part of the topic that came up. Like, do you think women who falsely accuse and that's Hell what we're yeah. should do jail time? Fuck yeah. I agree. Man. You've ruined someone's life. You ruined life. that dude's life. Yeah. And fortunately, I guess he got... He was able to, after he got out of jail, he was able to go ahead and get in with the Canadian Football League, and then he got onto the Atlanta Falcons for a couple of seasons, and then he got hired on to actually the NFL, like actually corporate offices. He got a gig up there doing something with them. But he, he lucked out, man, because that's stigma. For the rest of your life, that's with you. You know, not to mention the six years you spent in jail for something you didn't do. You know, then you get out, and he was already labeled like uh, a sex offender. Like he had the red shirt everywhere as a sex offender. <laughs> and you see sex offender pop up. Nobody wants to hear your story. But it's all a lie. I'm just, she's just joking. She's yeah, because that's what every single sex offender. Because like, I think there's some charges like if you're a teenager and you moon somebody, 
that's a sexual perversive act that can get you labeled a sexual offender. No shit. So there's, I think there's a difference between sexual offender and sexual predator, but a lot of people don't know that. They just go, oh, they see sexual something and figure, yeah. So the guy that's living down the street popping up as sexual offender or something like that, you're thinking, this guy rapes kids, but it could be just someone who was stupid and stuck his ass out of a car window when a cop drove by, you know? Oh, thank God I kept my shit in my pants. No, you didn't. We we just came from a generation where not everybody had video cameras and we weren't getting busted. Exactly. And if we did do something stupid like overeat too many hot Cheetos, we weren't posting about it on Instagram. No, We man. were taking that loss for ourselves, taking that to the grave. Like if I went to the hospital when I was a kid because I was throwing up because I ate too many Cheetos, I'd come out and be like, yeah, I got stabbed. I had to go to the hospital. Where's the knife wound? They use lasers. There's no scar. <laughs> fixed it right <laughs> up the back. It. Yeah. So, uh, but no, the back to the character thing. Kids love me in the characters, man. No like, one loves you. They love me. To, <laughs> I'm talking about my kids. <laughs> they love going Marvel Superhero Island. Spider Man this time around. Spider Man was awesome. Whoever they had doing Spider Man this time was like Spider Man's usually cool, but this guy had the voice down. He had the witty, fun comebacks. He was so cool with the kids, and he was just like. Uh, the guy playing Captain America, the suit was a little baggy. It was like the serum was wearing <laughs> yeah. off. It's like a trash bag kind of muscles. It, it was like if Steve Rogers was wearing the suit before he had gone in <laughs> and got the rate. But he was good, too. He was like really Captain American-y and wholesome and everything. Uh, Wolverine, who's always been my favorite, the guy they had playing Wolverine, shitty-ass Wolverine this time around. Why, was he out of shape? Nah. He, oh, that would have been hilarious. He, he was all right, man. But, I mean, as far as shape and looks go... But the boys were wearing their Wolverine shirts that I got them from Megacon. They had these cool, like, artist prints. I'll show you a picture later. These are, like, badass, like, one-of-a-kind designs. Okay. And they come walking up, and it's Wolverine, and they're both wearing two little right. kids wearing... So, acknowledge it. Yeah. Number one, like, acknowledge it. He didn't do it. He didn't do it. I knew Number it. two, uh, my oldest, you know, gets a little bit awestruck, you know, but, like, Spidey and Cap are always good to coax them. They're good at dealing with kids. Like, hey, man, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. And Wolverine's just being a dick. Like Wolverine was a total be. dick. He's like, hey, what's your name, man? And my kid's like, uh, uh. He's like, what's your gotta name, really, Got to really work on that talking thing, huh? Got to learn that. <laughs> hey, what's wrong with your kid? He's a pussy. <laughs> pretty, pretty much. Pretty much. Hey, and buddy. I actually said, I'm like, he's just a little excited to be meeting one of his heroes. Oh, well, like, yeah, yeah. Get in line, pussy. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to snap off his adamantium claws and shove him up his fucking ass. Hey, this your dad? Yeah. <laughs> Look at this punk. Let's see how well that healing factor works, you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> you got punked out by Wolverine. Uh, yeah. And then, <laughs> and then when we're walking away, he's like, hey, if you bought those on eBay, I want my cut. I'm like, yeah, because Logan has always been so in, in it for he the said money. That? Yeah. <laughs> What a piece of shit, right? I'm like, what are you, the fucking Jewish Wolverine? Get hey, the fuck out of hey, here. Hey, bud. Hey, bub. Hey. Bought that on eBay. <laughs> yeah. And this is why no one likes Canadians, Logan. Oh, that's great. So he was, be he was being his character. No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Like Wolverine was like the character. I collected all of them. I loved them, everything else. And uh, I actually think he was such a shitty portrayal of Wolverine. Like, you can still be tough guy Wolverine. And even Wolverine. I mean, look at this whole last thing. Like, the old man Logan. Like, Logan, you know? He, he fucking, as much as he didn't want to, he kind of slightly warmed up to the thing that shared his DNA, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he saved. He went back to fucking save a whole buttload of children. You know, yeah, they gave you the they gave you the good old '90s Wolverine. I just hated everybody. Yeah, good luck, man. You know, fucking maybe take off the Six Flags and play Lobo, you piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> knock off wannabe. Look at you, all mad. You got punked out by Wolverine. I didn't get That's punked crazy. out by Wolverine. You called your kids a bitch. It's way too many kids there, man. Way too many people. Way too many witnesses. I see that piece of shit out in the box. I'll be like, are you that son of a bitch that was playing Wolverine? We alone now, pal. Knowing how your universe works, mm -hmm. he's probably doing stand-up comedy and like starting open mics, and he's going to be he's gonna bump into him at an open mic. Oh, then he'll see real quick who's the bitch. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. I'll see. I'll feel you. Kermit. Kermit, what? Remember that Wolverine asshole? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's him. Where? Mm -hmm. On stage. Mm -hmm. Shut up. Yep, and it's on. <laughs> it's on. It's on. Uh, hey, speaking of assholes. Oh, no, you didn't time it. Speaking of assholes. Um, oh, we're good. You know what I'm realizing with Facebook? Because I'm like, I'm trying to stay off Facebook. Mm -hmm. But um, it always draws me back in just because, yeah, advertise. Every you know, time I try to get out, they pull, pull me, me back, back in. in. Dude, everyone now is like positive. 
Yeah. Like everyone's positive and like you can't like you can't make fun of people because then you're you're bullying or you're 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 uh, you're picking them apart. Just like you can't like everyone's too sensitive now and like and now everyone's like motivational speakers. Mm-hmm. Like and most of the people that are motivational speakers, they're total douchebags. And losers in life. Right? Yes. Or they were successful at one thing once and now they're going to. Or they're still about. losers. Like I know like, dude, you smoke pot all day. You can't <laughs> give me advice. Like, you can't tell me what to do. He's like, man, just got to thank God every morning's a positive day. Wake up and grind. I was like, bro, you work at Checkers. Like, shut up. Like, you're, <laughs> you're my age and you work at, don't give me motivational experience. Like, I just, like, I don't know. Do you know anybody like that? Like, it's, and, and it's a lot of the comedians. Like a lot of overly positive people? Too, too much. Mm. Too much. God, thank God, man. Every day, shine a light right on me. Oh, is he? Is he shining a light on you as you're asking for people's tickets at Universal Studios, you dick? Like, <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know, man. I mean, we've discussed it before. I grew up with this Hurley luck. Right. Like, and just the world like is shit. So, yeah, like my dad, I asked my dad when I was like 10 years old. I'm like, we had just left church. He was driving me home from my altar boy stuff. Aww. And I asked him, I'm like, this is right after church. He was in the same service and I was talking about life and death and everything else. And I'm like, dad, where do we go when we die? He's like, you want the truth? I'm like, yeah. He's like, in the ground. And that was it. And I think I quit being an altar boy for like a couple of months later because it's like, oh, why are we coming out here? Why are we waking up on my one day off to come out here and hang out and sing some stupid songs and, uh, you know, ring some bells and eat some crackers and shit? And then uh, if you don't even believe in this stuff, you know, uh, <laughs> just man, it's just the world is shitty out there. Not everything like when something positive. good happens to me. That's that's a you're funny worried. Thing. You get scared. So worried. <laughs> Like, I'll have conversations with my mom when things are going too well. I'll call her up and be like, yeah, so this happened, this happened, this happened. And she's not even like, oh, that's great. She's like, oh, shit. So what do you think is going to fall? I'm like, I know, right? <laughs> like, too many good things happen. You're just waiting. Like, I just count in my life. I just count the moments in between tragedies. That's it. <laughs> that's it. Other people, like you see these families that are programmed to win their whole lives and they've actually won. And then when something happens and they lose, it like tears them apart at the seams. I'm like, are you, are you telling your kids pretty much like accept failure already? Accept failure? Yeah. There's nothing to accept. It's life. All right. But are you telling them like, be ready for it? Like, are you preparing them? I, I don't know. I don't know what you mean by like that. Like you never had a conversation with them, like the oldest one? Oh, my kid. My oldest one, they're both pretty like knowledgeable. They like they they like if they lose at a a race, mm -hmm. they're not gonna be like all bent out of shape and like no, because they're kids. They're still at that age where it's just about playing the game and having fun. But some kids, some kids take it over edge, man. Well, that's because their parents, because their parents take it like they need winners. Like, they need winners. That's what I'm saying. They like you're not winners. you're not programming them. They're like, oh, you have to win every single time. Nah, I'd Give be, it 110. percent Yeah, I'd be hypocritical of me. <laughs> Like, I've Give it fifty percent. I've son. never won. Why should I push that on them? Yeah. Because no, the reason why, because you know, I run the karate school and I was talking to the kids, mm -hmm. and I had a conversation with all the kids, telling mm -hmm. them you're going to fail and mm -hmm. how you have to handle it. Yeah. And like three of them, like three of the kids, I was looking looking at their face, are like, I don't fail. Like, oh, you're going to fail. Oh, you mean they're testing or fail in life? Yes, in general. Like I was just saying, like everything you do, you're mm -hmm. going to try. It you're going to fail a little bit in it. Like I was telling them that and they're like, no, no, this, this is your nice way of doing the whole, uh, Bruce Wayne. Why do we fall? Why do we fall? So we, we can learn back, to pick get, ourselves yeah, back like up. That was yeah. my thing. And I was like, it's okay to fail. You mm. just learn how to learn how to deal with it. Well, I think that's the thing even with like, I want to get back into comedy, but I mean, even with stand up, you know, we always say if you're, you get these guys who are just like, I kill every time I hit the stage. I, yeah, kill. I just like, had a conversation with one comedian. You must comedian. be the worst comedian in the world. I mean, because that's how you learn things work and not. You go up, you put it out, you find out what's hitting, what's not. And you you trim it down, you shape the fat, you reword stuff, you hide the punch. You know, it's like if you're just going up and being awesome every time, it's like, how are you going to get better, dude? Well, you could just set up your own open mic in your living room. And then you don't have to worry about shit like that. Dude, Carmen, <laughs> I have a buddy, Carmen Valone. <laughs> and 
no joke, dude. He used to he set up a stage and a mic stand, and it used to be a bunch of. It was like the hangout when we didn't have a ton of open mics in town in Orlando. Like at least twice a week, we'd end up over at what we call Club Valone, and it was oh. right there next to the kitchen. And dude, we had some awesome shows over That's, there. See what you're talking about. That means it was a group of guys. Yeah, it was a group of people. So it? it's hangout. That's not doing open mic. That's hanging out, talking shit. Yeah, no. He lived in a little condominium complex, and neighbors would come over and be our audience. What this comedian did, he set up a stage, and he's telling jokes to his family. Good for him. Dude, how can you... You, you, you don't even get time. Like, if you bomb, mm-hmm. that you don't get... He doesn't get to, like, enjoy that long drive home of have you ever done willing to quit <laughs> like, like you know he doesn't he just walks through his room like you don't yeah, dude have you ever done jokes for your family they're the toughest side no they're hard i would yeah no. family and friends like people are all when they're starting comedy they're like oh i, I want to get my family and friends out there support me i'm like don't don't you want to perform for strangers bomb in front of strangers my mom know? came out and seen me once at improv mm-hmm. thank goodness i had a good set mm-hmm. my dad came out and saw me and he came out and saw me when I did the real radio. Mm-hmm. Oh, was he out there? <laughs> yes. For that? And he was like, "Man, what? Why you gotta be such an asshole?" <laughs> no <laughs> that joke. Was it. That was it. He's like, he's like, you, you lost him, man. You lost him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they did not like you. <laughs> I was like, oh, you think? Yeah. Uh, my mom never came out to see me do comedy when I was doing comedy right in the town she lived in. <laughs> and then it wasn't until uh, I guess it was 2010, 2011. Uh, I got called by Louis Anderson to open up for him in, out in Lakeland. And tickets were like 200 bucks a pop. And she calls me up. She's like, hey, I'd, I'd love to come see you do some comedy. I'm like, really? Really? You want to come see me do comedy? Or is it because <laughs> now Louis Anderson is on the show and it's three hours away? A little boat. And, yeah, it was definitely. <laughs> and I had never talked to Louis other than, you know, this conversation. I'd never even met him and uh to get this booking and i remember emailing him like hey louis my mom and my brother want to come out to the show and i don't know would it be possible to get them on the comp list or some discounted tickets and he's like uh, he wrote me back he's like how many you need mike i'm like just like three and he's like done nice yeah kind of but in this in this showroom there was probably 1500 people and he put them dead center front, gave them like the <laughs> oh best gosh. seats in the house. Plus, you got to remember, I'd never met this guy. I get there. It was the first time there was ever like for comedy uh, backstage area with a green room with my name on it. And I was like, oh, my God, this is kind of cool. And they're like, Mr. Hurley, would you like anything to eat? Blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, uh, Mr. Hurley, Louie wants you down in the there's a little backstage area where you can bring people back to greet them and everything like that. And this is before the show. And I go in there, there's just a table laid out with food and Louie Anderson's there. He's like, Mike. I'm like, yeah, he's like, Louie, pleasure to meet you. And then he's like, Oh, by the way, uh, I sent an usher out front to bring your family back so I can meet them, do pictures before the show. Damn. He's freaking awesome. So they came back and my mom's just like in tears, like, Oh, Louie Anderson, blah, blah, blah. You know, and <laughs> move out the way, Mike. <laughs> that was basically it. <laughs> oh, Hey and Mike. Then, and then Louis like offering them food and taking pictures and doing autographs. And he's like, oh, I got to tell you, Mrs. Hurley, your son is by far one of the funniest comics I've ever had the chance to work with. He's just amazing. He's such a good kid. I see nothing but potential with him. And then the usher takes him back to the seat and he looks at me. He's like, well, you better be fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> he had never even really, he had never really seen my set. He got a referral. He was looking for a clean opener. He called one of the local bookers in Florida and they said, oh, you want Mike Hurley? And he's like, okay. Nice. And uh, nice. yeah, from that though, we built a friendship. And now look at you you're going on tour this week. Yeah, with Louis Anderson, Pont Verde or Vedra or whatever. I want an autograph. Water. I, I'll give you one right now. Here. No, not you. I'll go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, Fort Lauderdale and Key West, so it should be a good time. And uh, unfortunately, I, I don't think I'll have my merchant by the time. Well, I, there's a reason why. You're gonna Genghis Khan out. over here. So I ordered, I got wallets, but I ordered my watches because I did a great with Mark Curry in Naples. Like I wasn't ready for how much merchandise Naples was going to buy. They bought a ton of fiery shit. And I went to reorder and got my order in. And all of a sudden I'm like, hey, can I get ETA on this? And the people in China write back, they're like, "Uh, I thought they were going to write back, fuck you, American. I really thought that's where we were heading. Because I, I did pay a little bit more this time around because of uh, some orange skinned fucks fucking with my money. But um, wow. But uh, 
What I tell you? What I tell you? I didn't like the guy, but until it directly affected my family, I wasn't gonna get involved. And, Jesus you know, Christ, dude! Here we go. Um, so, and I hope he. Maybe that's how he got his skin color. Just ate too many fiery Cheetos, hot Cheetos. But uh, yeah, so when I emailed them, like, "Hey, can I get an ETA on my shipment?" They wrote back, "Hey, sorry, been a little busy dealing with the typhoon here." And I'm like, "Typhoon?" And like, I open another screen, Google typhoon, and you just see. Uh, the city where I get my shipments out of being crushed by waves. And I'm like, kind of like, well, how'd they have internet access to write me back? But um, I was like, oh my God, I didn't. I saw some of the video and I read the news and there was like 51 people died in the Philippines from this thing. And I wrote back, I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Uh, you know, I hope you and your family are safe. And they're like, thank you. And then like an hour later, I wrote back. But seriously though, why were you thinking? Oh my God, ones? you're a horrible person. Dude! They got families to worry about. I got families to worry about. Oh, it's wide-eyed, stupid, fat American Mike Hlichy. What does he want now? I was wondering if I can get my fire out of We are dying. I haven't seen my it's not family. Like I'm from Winter Garden. I'm not going, what's up, China people? Oh, China people. You know, you're disrespectful. You disrespect my family. You son of a bitch. Do you even need me here for this shit? <laughs> I feel like Why you just want... Americans <laughs> I feel like you just want to play songs on the iPad in your stupid voice. You stupid dumpling man. <laughs> you potato man. You skusk. <laughs> I guess I just want my wallet man. Fuck you. Fuck you, Michael. Fuck you. Breathe in, breathe out, breathe in, <laughs> breathe out. Don't kill him. He's the only one who knows how to work. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, I think we hit that wall. I think we're good. I think we're good. I think we shared a lot. Yeah. We, uh, we discussed uh, your motivational speaker people. Yeah. People are a little bit too uppity and cheery. We talked about theme parks and Mr. Bill Cosby and shit rappers. and uh, Covered a lot. Covered a lot. And uh, yeah, I think that's it. That's Next it. week we'll be back and uh, I'll catch you up on how the tour went. Yeah, I'm Hopefully. curious. I'll get my merchandise in the day I get back from the tour. Yep. Uh, and I will say uh, thank you to everybody that comment on our recent Facebook posts. That was really cool. Yeah, we did not talk about any of that. Yeah, we didn't talk about it. No, we're gonna, we'll talk about them on uh, Facebook. I'm going to answer them back. Oh, personally. Personally. Yeah, you got them personally? Keep got, it real. You got to play some stupid music for them and do horrible character voices. Yeah, you know replies. what? Good idea. And with that said, shout out to Will Smith. <laughs> God, I hate you. Yeah, this is Obligatory Podcast, episode 35 with Kermit and Mike. We'll see you next week. Make sure you catch us. Adios. I hope you get hit with a typhoon. <laughs>